Arthur Benia, and I welcome everyone to uh, the second presentation about Parkinson's. We are, um, it's a webinar platform. So again, um, you will not be able to see each other, but I can see definitely who is on the webinar. And I want to welcome you. We um, are recording this web webinar for your listening pleasure at a later date. Um, I will send out the presentation um, just and ask if there's any comments or questions, but you address them to myself, Martha Bonilla, or to Tammy Slauson. And I guess I should have introduced myself earlier. My name is Martha Bonilla. I'm a uh, senior living counselor here at CCN. And um, one of the dearest things to me um, is working with those that have been affected with Parkinson's. And that's probably, um, it's one of my dearest things and close to my heart. Um, we are, I am being assisted today by Amanda Hunter, who is the administrative assistant for the managing company that um, takes care of me. And then also Suzanne, there she is. Hi there. She is actually uh, running the uh, Zoom webinar for me because I'm not quite able to do a little bit of everything. I want to share with you before we begin, a great new building at CC Young. It has 38 different kinds of tile, has 8,000 light fixtures. It has a 100 gallon soup kettle. It has 2,400 forks. And it was completed in about 30 months, nine stories, and it is called the Vista. It is a building of assisted living, memory support, skilled nursing, and our rehab. And I'm going to take you on a short tour of our newest building called the Vista. I hope you enjoy. Martha. I'm a senior living counselor at CCN. We're standing in the lobby of the Vista, our newest building on our 20-acre campus. The Vista is the home of assisted living, memory support, skilled nursing, and long-term residents. We're in the Adult Day Center. This is an area for those who have had a diagnosis of dementia. The hours are 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, except holidays. Lots of entertainment, lots of activities to keep one engaged. Step inside a Vista Assisted Living apartment. All meals are included in assisted living, yet you still have a kitchenette for your convenience. You'll have quartz countertops or cabinetry, a refrigerator, freezer, and a microwave. We also have a washing machine and dryer for your convenience. We will do your laundry and housekeeping once a week. Spectrum, Wi-Fi, Internet, all are included in your monthly rental rate. In the bathroom, it is ADA compliant, wheelchair accessible. We will help in personal hygiene and daily assistance and showering twice a week. Come take a dip. Enjoy a water aerobics class. You can also have water therapy 
physical therapy here at CCN in her second floor Vista pool. No, I'm not going on a trip. I'm learning how to get in and out of a car safely. I just had my knee replaced. At the Vista, we offer physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. We are in our rehab department of around 5,500 square feet. And who doesn't love a little retail therapy? On the second floor of the Vista is our gift shop where you're able to purchase green cards, postage stamps, fresh flowers, balloons, and all kinds of gifts. We'll end our tour here on the ninth floor. How could you not enjoy a wonderful dining experience overlooking the park, Flagpole Hill, and even White Rock Lake? Come take a look at the exceptional living at the Vista at CCN. Are we ready? Are we back up? So I hope you enjoyed that great tour of the Vista. Though we're not able to have you personally come, I would love to take any of your phone calls, uh, emails, any kind of questions that you might have about the Vista. We do have move-ins going on um, still at CC Young. Um, we're taking all kinds of precautions, safety precautions. Uh, we are led by a great team of leaders trying to make sure that our residents are kept safe and secure and um, in this crazy time of our life. So I hope you, um, if you have any questions, please uh, feel free to uh, reach out to me. So let's begin with the program of the um, Parkinson's. While doing research about Parkinson's, I always come across about how important exercise is to those that have movement disorders. I run across Tai Chi, yoga, dancing, boxing, and chair aerobics. And today we're gonna to learn about another type of exercise that is, um, was developed by a physician and his wife, Dr. Charles Sterling from the Cooper's Clinic. It's a program called Move, Laugh, and Connect. And I went to see this program about two years ago and I reached out to the Dallas Area Parkinson's Board and ask them, tell me more about this great class, Move, Laugh, and Connect. And they got me in touch with a lovely, delightful lady named Tammy Slauson. So we've been friends a, a couple of years. Um, she has done some classes for me in um, various events. Um, it is a completely different uh, type of yoga and stretching and intentional moving. Let me introduce to you uh, Tammy Slauson, who is um, our going to be our presenter. She teaches therapeutic group classes and has her own yoga therapy sessions. She's completed about 500 hours of training in the Vinny Yoga and her yoga therapy certification is at the American Vinny Yoga Institute. So I asked Tammy, I said, what is this word Vinny Yoga? Because I had no clue. And she says, it is the adapt adaptation of yoga where we need to meet the needs of the student. And so let me tell you, she does a great job. I've seen her in action. She has phenomenal following. She does um, have Zoom classes and she can, and I can get you in touch with her through the Dallas Area Parkinson's Board. 
So let me introduce to you Tammy Slauson, and she'll present to you Move, Laugh, and Connect. Hello, Martha. Thank you. Am I on? Yes. Uh, thank you, everyone, for attending this uh, Zoom webinar. Um, and the webinar is on exercise for people with Parkinson's. And uh, just a little brief intro here. You hear about how good exercise is for everybody. All the major magazines and newspapers carry articles and special um, special items about exercising and how good it is for you. But it's especially good for people with Parkinson's because it helps with posture, um, it helps with balance, strengthening, stretching, and also uh, a lot of the exercises can, if you tend to freeze, if you're someone with Parkinson's, sometimes the symptom is to freeze, certain exercises can help get you out of that frozen position and back to moving and walking and stepping again. So it's good for everybody. It's especially good for people with Parkinson's. Uh, DAPS, the Dallas Area Parkinsonsism Society, has free Zoom classes. Feel free to sign in at any time. And um, we're going to just move a little bit here. So you might scoot your, your chair a little away from the monitor. Uh, don't want to listen to me talk for 10 minutes when we can actually get some movement in. So let's spread our fingers wide. Let the shoulder blades slide down your back. Make a gentle, easy fist. And we're going to roll the wrist here. And then we're going to wiggle our toes. If you're in your shoes, wiggle your toes in your shoes. If you're barefoot, you can wiggle your toes even more. And let the shoulder blades move down here, creating the space between your shoulders and your ears. Now, the, the work we're going to do today is working on balance. And the balance work can really help with the posture, too. And we're going to shift the weight into one side. So we're leaning over toward one side. Most of the weight's on one side. And we're going to come back to center, let the shoulder blades move down again. And we're going to go over to the second side. And then we'll come back to center. Now, the key to exercise two, we're going to press in the feet. We'll lift the heels. We're engaging the muscles of the calves here. Let's choose a good time for you to exercise. We'll lower down. If you're not a morning person or you need time for those meds to kick in, we're going to lift the heels, press into the balls of the feet, and release the foot back down. So find the best time of day for you to exercise. Make sure that you're well rested. Exercise at your own pace. We're pressing into the feet again. And give yourself a break when you need it. Now we're gonna go ahead and bring one leg up here. You don't have to go as high as me. I do this a lot. We're gonna stretch the leg away as we move the arms wide. And we'll bring it back. And when we transition, we will transition to standing, but if you need to stay in the chair, stay in the chair because everything we do standing, you can do a seated version. We're going to bend the knee here, and we'll set the foot back down. And if you are standing, make sure you have a chair or a table, something nice and stable. We're going to switch the arm, or switch the leg here as we sweep the arm. We'll bring it up nice and high. And if something's painful, make sure you back out and talk to your therapist or your doctor about it. We'll stretch again. And we're going to bend. I'm going to sit this foot down. We're long and tall. Now we're going to step one leg out to the side, and we'll bring it back. This is a good hip opener. If you have to sit a lot during the day, those hips can get tight. Another round here. And we'll bring it back. 
And last time, second side here, and we'll bring it back for long and tall and let those shoulders slide down your back. Press your shoulder blades together and then down here, inhale. When you're exhale, we're just gonna twist. Also a good point for exercise, find something that you enjoy doing and be willing to switch up exercises so you don't get stuck in a rut and be willing to try something new. We're gonna twist here, we'll come back through center and we'll twist to the second side and then we'll come back through. We're gonna take and step one leg back I'll step back just a little more so you can see my feet. And we'll bring it back. And we're going to go second side. We'll step the foot out. And we'll bring it back. And last round here. And after that twisting, a good forward bend will help stretch out the back. So we're long here. Legs are wide. I'm going to lengthen the back as we lean forward. And then we're going to let the hands slide down your legs here. And nice and slow, super slow on the trip back up so your blood pressure has time to realign and let those shoulders move down again. Nice and long here and a smooth and complete breath. Now you might stay seated, but maybe standing's, standing is on the menu today. And if that's the case, you can stand behind your chair so you have a touch point or you can have your chair out to the side for a touch point here or a counter. Kitchen counters are a great place to get some work done. We're gonna shift the weight into one foot. Then we're gonna come back to center and we'll shift the weight to the second side. So there are five elements that we need for balancing. If you're a sighted person, you're gonna have the visual feed. So you wanna do all your exercises with your eyes open. We'll shift the weight again. And we'll come back to center. Now we're going to shift the weight and we're going to lift one heel up. This might be where you stay, but maybe you can bring your thigh up high. If the balance is good, maybe you can release your hand away from the chair. And nice and slow, we'll straighten the knee and press your heel away. And we'll bend the knee. We're going to sit the foot down. We'll shift the weight. We'll go to the second side. We'll lift the leg. That supporting leg is strong. We'll straighten the knee. And we'll bend the knee and we'll set the foot back down. Now we're gonna switch the balance pose here. We'll take the leg out to the side. The toes can stay down or you can lift the toes up off the floor. We'll bring the leg back to center and we'll shift the weight. We'll go to the second side, we'll lift it up. We'll bring it back to center and we'll set the foot back down. So we're pressing into the feet and we're getting nice and long. This is where our, our, our posture begins to improve as we take the crown of the head up toward the ceiling. We're gonna lift the heels up just one or two inches. And then we'll release the heels back down. We're going to lift the heels up one or two inches. Maybe you can sweep the arms wide and move into the twist here. And then we'll come back through center. We'll release down. We're going to lift the heels again and we'll twist to the second side. And inhale, we'll come back through center. We're going to release the heels back down. Now we'll shift the weight and we're going to step one leg back. Toes can touch the ground or you can lift the toes up. Engage your glute here and your supporting leg. You're pressing and taking the crown of your head up toward the ceiling. We'll release this down. We'll shift the weight and we'll go to the second side. So we'll take the foot back. Toes can rest on the floor. Maybe you can lift the toes. Engage the glute here. And we'll release this back down. 
knees and ankles are hip width apart here. If you are, if you do end up getting frozen or stuck, a good way to get out of that is to wiggle your big toe. Pick one side, it doesn't matter which side. And then wiggle your other toe, big toe. And wiggle all your toes. And then begin to shift, that will just start to wake up and send those messages down. I'm gonna shift the weight a little from front to back here. Just a little shifting. And then once you get the shifting and you can move a little further up your body, that's when you'll be able to take that step forward again and get out of that frozen position. So we're long and tall, shoulder blades move down. A little bit of a bend in your knees. Your hands can rest on the back of the chair. We'll walk the feet back and we're moving into this forward bend. Your back is nice and long here, a good back stretch. And we're gonna walk along the way up. And once you get closer to the chair, press into the feet again and lengthen and let those shoulder blades move down your back. And uh, I just want everyone to know and to feel comfortable. Uh, so grounding down or moving back to your chair again, take the crown of your head up toward the ceiling. DAPS, the Dallas Area Parkinson's Society, uh, offers free Zoom classes. Feel free at any time to uh, check us out, and the classes are free and they're really easy to attend. You don't even have to have Zoom. There'll be a site that you can click on to get to our classes. Uh, I've had a couple questions come in, and one of the questions that came in was, what kind of exercises um, should I be doing? And the exercises you should be doing are the exercises that you will do. So if you know you're not gonna get up at 5 a.m. and jog around the block, don't make that your plan. Maybe do something later in the day if you're not a morning person. If you get too amped up exercising late at night, exercise earlier in the afternoon. And someone else had um, asked, um, where is that? Uh, how many times a week do I need to exercise? Well, you'll want to try to do maybe little 10 minute sections every day. Um, and it can be easy stuff at your kitchen counter, in your chair. Uh, you want to uh, break up the exercises if you can to work on balance, like we just did a whole little balance sequence. Strength training two to three times a week, and you don't have to have a lot of equipment. I know one of my best friends, she likes to exercise with water bottles because she says after she exercises, does weightlifting with water bottles, then she can drink, remember to drink her water. So um, do balance, stretching. We did a little bit of stretching here as we extended and lifted. Um, if you can do um, balance every day a little bit, like I said, just 10 minutes, and do stretching every day, strengthening two to three times a week. And Martha, were there any more questions? Oh, I can't hear you, Martha. Unmute, Martha. <laughs> Okay. Um, no, um, I, I did not know about the big toe though. That, that was interesting. Um, moving the big toe and, and engaging your brain to move forward. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying again? Yeah, what, you're doing, what you're doing is you're sending that message down and, you, and instead of being, um, cause freezing kind of creates a lot of anxiety on the fact that you're stuck and you can't move. If you can start to send that message down to the big toe to wiggle and you're really focusing on that one small element, it, one, it takes a little bit of that anxiety away of being stuck. 
Uh, but two, it's just it's sending that 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 message down, and then you do big toe, wiggle your toes, and you start to move a little bit front to back. And this is helping just to send the messages down to your body to to be able to take that step. I understand that there are lots of classes, the Move, Laugh, and Connect classes throughout the Dallas area, like McKinney, I believe, has some. Um, for a list of classes that are available to you, you can uh, contact the Dallas Area Parkinism Society. Um, I can get you in contact with them. I think what's more important than anything is at this time where we're somewhat isolated in our apartments or our homes, we're still able to engage with others through Zoom or FaceTime. We're still able to exercise, though we sometimes put that off. But yesterday, um, I went into someone's apartment who actually is on the um, uh, participants um, board right now, and she was doing her stationary bicycle. And that brought warmth to my heart because she you know it, um, she could have just said, you know, what, I'm not going to do anything today. But yet she was on uh, her stationary bicycle and she's a delight to have um, on this uh, participants today. Oh, I have it. I do actually have a new question. Um, what can you do when you start going too fast? What can you do as um, if you are walking and you're going too fast? What should you do? Yeah, there is that acceleration that happens quite often. And, and the, one of the best things you can do with that is if, you're, if you have a, a touch point like a, a walking stick or, or, or a cane, that's a great, that will kind of help control that momentum. Uh, also, walkers are great tools, but I, I have had friends of mine that at their walkers, they start doing that, that quick turnover of pace. You really have to think to yourself, if you're at the cane or at the walker, a lot of times that acceleration happens because the walker gets too far away from you. And you start to lean forward, and then the feet just start moving, and they travel fast. So one way to help prevent that uh, that cadence happening so quickly is to bring the walker close, squeeze the shoulder blades together and then down, but have the walk, have your walker or your cane close. Don't, don't let it get too far away because that's where that acceleration tends to happen. That's a great question. It is a good question. And again, if you have uh, further questions, um, please re relay them to me and I'll be happy to uh, get them answered for you. I hope you've enjoyed our two um, topics of, with, related to Parkinson's, Rock Steady Boxing, and then the Move, Laugh, and Connect class with Tammy Slauson. Um, any questions about CC Young, direct them to me. Any questions about um, any kind of exercise? CC Young wants to be known as a resource to you. If we do not know the answer, we will get the answer for you and um, get that directly to you as soon as possible. So I want everyone to have a great Tuesday, have a great lunch, get outside after you eat lunch and take a nap and do a little bit of walking. And uh, thank you to Tammy so much uh, for participating in our second webinar about Parkinson's. Everyone have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.